0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life, and we get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, and today we will be talking about strong relationships, why we might not feel strength in relationships, and if so, how to acquire it. Sometimes acquiring strength in relationships requires going against our instincts and We'll elaborate on that idea as well. So, without further ado, here's today's question. I often feel like my relationships, specifically my friendships, aren't strong enough. I know all relationships are different, but I don't feel as though I have the same closeness, inside jokes, spouts of laughter, in-depth conversations that I see others having. I'd say I only have that with my sister, and I don't know what I would do without her. The more I realize this, the more I go out of my way to be extra kind to those in my life. But it still doesn't seem to work. I'd appreciate the help if you have any thoughts on this. All right, lots of great relationship questions coming in lately. Yet another one here to add to the pile. So this is an interesting spot to be in, right? Because You've done what a lot of people in this conundrum have not done, and that's taken responsibility for the role you play by going out of your way to be extra kind in your relationships as a means of strengthening them. So you've made the effort to be the best you can be and followed my golden relationship rule, which I don't know if anybody knows it because I don't really say it on here or I haven't yet, uh, which is being the partner or friend or whatever that you want to have. So exhibiting the same qualities you want others to exhibit in a relationship. And while this is very admirable and your heart is absolutely in the right place, we have to remember that good-hearted effort is not the only foundation of good relationships. It's important, but, you know, we've all seen the people who try, 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 and still can't attract the partners they want, right? Ben there chased the same girl from 6th grade to 12th grade with not so much as a kiss on the cheek to show for it. boy, Greg. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she's listening. That'd be funny. Hi, Megan. Anyway, enough of that. There is more to relationship building, and a lot of it requires the lack of a concerted effort, ironically enough. This might sound strange, but try to follow along with me here. You say you and your sister have that sort of palpable, genuine bond that goes beneath the surface that you wish you had with others. Sure. What does the background look like with your sister? My bet is that for as many inside jokes and bouts of laughter you two share, there are just as many screaming matches and acts of destruction towards one another's clothing. Sure, there's a rich history of experiences and that little DNA thing, but above all, there's expression. There's expression that's caused friction, vulnerability, and embarrassment, amongst other things. And it's the after effects of expression that rebuild phase during which the people in relationships get to know one another better. They gain understanding of what makes the other one tick. And through that, a bond is built that goes beneath the surface. There are nuances to each interaction because there's a mutual experience-based understanding of what the people are thinking, not just what they're saying. What I'm saying here is that Those kinds of nuances, those ups and downs, are limited in how well defined they are if there's only one emotion all the time. So, if you're being nothing but kind to your peers, while this is a wonderful conscious effort for you to make, it's also a means of restricting the other parts of you that have to be seen for relationships of all kinds to thrive. Good relationships are multifaceted and cannot be forced. The intricacies of any friendship start organically, and you're not being organic if you're only showing your kindness. Think about your relationship with your sister. When she comes to mind, what pops into your head? Kindness? Maybe a little bit, but I would bet my bottom dollar that there's a lot more than that because there's a lot more to her than that. If you're going to strengthen your relationships, you're going to have to express yourself more which will probably mean asserting yourself more. You're going to have to argue, challenge, and be more forthcoming with your true feelings so people start to see that you have a pulse. Right now, you're presenting yourself as one-dimensional, and though kindness is a great dimension to show, we all know that all of the best relationships have variety and layers. I could see how this change might be something you fear, since it's something you're not used to, But eventually, you'll have to trust in the part of you that's not people-pleasing to attract the right people and discard the wrong people from your life. Creating good relationships requires this kind of filtering process of those who are not made to be in our lives. How can it not? And it's common to try to avoid this process as it can involve plenty of temporary pain, but it's a necessary step that will not be arrived at if kindness is your only MO all the time. Am I encouraging you to start screaming at anyone who does something that you have the slightest problem with? No, we're, we're going to stay in adult mode, but there is definitely a middle ground, you know? And practically speaking, this middle ground, this hotbed for new relationships might be found faster if you purposefully seek out polarizing groups or situations. Yes, you can take the key step of presenting yourself more honestly with the friends you already have. But jump starting that side of yourself can happen when you put yourself into situations where you don't have much choice in the matter, if that makes sense. This could be anything in which there's an emphasis on standpoint, maybe political activism, or something along those lines where there's a clear divide, you know, though you'll all theoretically be on the same page about something. A gathering like this spikes your inclination to stand by something and not sacrifice your needs. Simply to appease others. Plus, you're meeting like minded people that share the same sense of passion and vigor, which of course speaks to something far beneath the surface for both of you. And that's what good bonds are all about. Hope all this made sense today, folks. Crazy stuff, right? Did that guy just suggest that politics can actually save friendships? Put him out of a job. Ha <laughs> uh. <laughs> ha. I can't stress enough that there is a lot of value in being kind and that this is not an approach to do away with. It's simply just not the only ingredient. I hope that was successfully relayed to everyone listening and to the asker, of course. If you've got your own question and you'd like it answered here on the show, please send it our way. You can email us with questions at advice at oldpodcast.com. Again, that is advice at oldpodcast.com. We'll be sure to do what we can to help you out. And we'll also send you a free book from our collection for helping our show create yet another wonderful episode. If you'd like to know more or see more, you can visit us online too. I'm at gregaudino.com and the team can be found at oldpodcast.com. Lots of good resources in both places. So that'll do it for now. Thank you as always for coming and looking forward to talking to you next time. All right, until then, everyone.